You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. I mean, he plays the position better than anyone ever, and not. He's definitely the GOAT from what I've ever seen, but I don't say that just because he's won Super Bowls, it's because of how he plays the position. Um, the ball always goes to the right spot, and that answer is based off of a thousand different things. That could be matchups, it could be the coverage, it could be based off of down and distance, the time in the game, how the defense is playing. Um, he just, if you just watch him throughout his whole life, and you see him make a decision, and you see him make a different decision in the second quarter. You make, you see a dot, like he just has command of the game and knows how to win it and what it takes, whatever that is. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network, presented as always by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday. The voice there of Kyle Shanahan. Talking about Tom Brady, something tells you that clip will resurface this offseason if the Niners are in the market for a free agent quarterback like maybe, you know, Tom Brady. We'll hear that again about Shanahan gushing about him and how the ball goes wherever it's supposed to go every single time. This game's interesting on Sunday. We have the Bucks on a short week in San Francisco. First start now in the career for Brock Purdy, replacing Jimmy Garoppolo. Niners minus three and a half, 37 and a half on the total. Second lowest total of the weekend. How about this? So we know the Bucs have not played well this year, right? We've all watched them. It's not a good Correct. team. You know this is the first time the Buccaneers are underdogs this season? They've been a That's favorite weird. every week. Mm-hmm. This is it. Betty Market time. loves them. Betty Market loves them. They always say they're going to turn around. They, they, they back them every single week. Um, hmm. So the question is, are we, are, is this a drop-off to Mullins? Is this a drop-off to Beathard? Is it a drop-off to something worse, to Mr. Irrelevant, which is what he was in the draft? I mean, I've just been trying to figure this out. I feel like the perception is that Shanahan can win with anybody, with any quarterback under center. But is that reality? People just look for ways to not give Jimmy Garoppolo any credit. His own organization did that. That's why they went and drafted their quarterback of the future. They're always ready to move on from him. Uh, Kevin Cole had this. Now, from 2017 to 2020 with Mullins and Beathard, if you look at EPA per play, right, Um, Mullins was 29th in the NFL. Beathard was 46. Garoppolo was 4th. That is a significant drop-off. And because we don't put Jimmy Garoppolo in top five, top ten, uh, a tier in the NFL, like we and, and Shanahan's regarded as an offensive genius, that we think he can just fix anybody. Come up with any sort of a game plan, and they're going to be just fine. There, there, there won't be any concerns there. I, I have a tough time with this one. Now we know the Niners' defense is phenomenal, and I'm not going to get blinded by what Brady was able to pull off in the very end. Why? Because the the other side, the Saints, didn't put enough points on the board to put them away. In the end, it's another game that the Bucs didn't score enough points and they couldn't get anything offensively for three and a half quarters. And the door was cracked open by by that Saints team. And 
Now they're head coaching mistakes. They have absolutely no run game. I saw Fournette was limited in yesterday's practice on the Buck side, and I think that might be a good thing. I was they just say, might be better. Yeah. Yeah. They might be. He is so slow. How many times did the Saints just catch him just because of his lack yeah. of speed? It, it was ridiculous. Um, God, am I going to take Brady? Are we at Are we at three? Or do we get the hook or not? Got the hook three and a half. Yeah, there's a reason we got the hook. I, I don't want to lay more than a field goal with Brock Purdy in his first NFL start. I don't care that Shanahan's on his side. I'm just not interested in it. I thought the injury report was kind of alarming on the San Francisco side because Bosa's dealing with a hammy. He did not practice. Uh, limited yesterday, McCaffrey, Debo, Armstead's been dealing with stuff for months. It's always a question if he's going to be out there. So I don't know if they're going to have all of their weapons. It's a long-winded way of saying, I don't know what the hell's going to happen in this game, and I'm just not interested in playing it. Um, I understand why it's a very low total because I am not expecting much scoring. So one quick thing before Aaron gives her thoughts. Uh, I wonder, and I have a theory, that the Niners don't care about this game. And I, don't, I mean that tongue-in-cheek. Thursday huh. night, they go to Seattle. I, there's no way I'd push Bosa if I have to play Thursday night in Seattle. What game matters to their season the most? Thursday night in Seattle. That will be the division. They're not going to get the one seed. Right? They're not probably going to get the two seed. They're kind of stuck in this area where they're going to be the three. So, like, what are they playing for down the stretch? If, if I'm them Sunday morning and Nick Bosa's 80%, 90%, I'm saying, Nick, we, let's just hold off. I think that's a factor in this game. I don't think they're going to push their guys when they have a game four days later in Seattle for basically the division title. They win that division. game, the Seahawks, it's over. They want, they're going to win the division. So I, um, I lean the Bucks in this game because of their de- it's a top-10 defense against a seventh-round pick quarterback. I can't get that out of my head. I, I, I lean the yeah. Bucks with the hook. I think it's a close game. Hmm. I like that. Well, if you lean Bucks, I really like a prop or a couple props here. Tom Brady over 37 and a half pass attempts. I I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. I even like over 251 and a half yards for Tom Brady, but I think the pass attempts might be a little safer. But he's gone over that number in 12 games, um, and he's had 58 attempts at the most. The only time he went under this number is the first two weeks of the season. Um, so I think he could be, you know, trying to throw the ball a lot and Hey, if you don't think the Niners really care about this game, then I just don't think they can, the bucks are going to be able to run on this Niners defense. So I think he'll be trying to pass the ball a lot. Uh, Low scoring game, getting more than a field goal and you've got Brady on your side. Jeez. I understand why this is Tampa or nothing. It's not a strong opinion, but Joe G you're kind of talking me into this Tampa spot. It makes sense. And was it, what would you say one more win? They pretty much lock up the division. Yeah. Right. The the Falcons have moved to a rookie quarterback. Hey, what's. I've I've 20 to 17 in my head, one way or the other. And that covers you either way, right? Like they either lose by the, you you win by the hook or they just win it outright. 20 to 17 is is what I'm thinking there. So, and I think the total kind of on right because that's the num- that's the number i have in my head's 37 points i don't think we're getting in the mid 20s really the team maybe one team gets there but not both teams mm-hmm. how have uh how do you think the bucks do in this matchup offensively 
How many are they, well. they going to put on the – what are they – yeah, they score 20 or 17, like you just said. Probably right. Yeah, this is – This game's going to be ugly. Very ugly. Like we're talking about like 10-10 in the third quarter or late in the third quarter, and then we see who pulls away. All right, let's go to one that we've been talking mm-hmm. about all week. It's kind of the other side of that next Thursday night game that's gigantic in the NFC West, the Panthers at the Seahawks on Sunday. And maybe we added some more clarification to the odds spread this week. So we started at three and a half. We've moved to four, but it's only four points spread for the Seahawks over the Panthers. Joe, you mentioned yesterday some of those numbers for the Panthers, Seahawks, maybe making, you know, kind of laying out why we could have a smaller number this week spread-wise. Well, yesterday, Geno Smith appeared on the injury report, limited with a right shoulder issue. I don't know how big of a deal this is, but – also, I think Geno's play has fallen off the last couple of weeks, right? He's not mm-hmm. playing at the super level he was first two months. He's gone backwards a little bit, which is probably normal. He's not a great quarterback. He's having a good season. But I, I think I get it a little more now. If Geno's banged up and the numbers you brought out, Joe, yesterday, maybe this is a closer matchup. So it's Seahawks minus four over the Panthers, 44 and a half on the total. And with that said, the line went up a little bit yesterday. I know. So we're a four at MGM. I see some four and a halves out there. So which di- it's not going to close four and a half. I'll tell you that much. So which direction are we going to go before we get to kick off on Sunday? So yeah, that that's really that's really interesting. Who, are, who's the guy you made up that you're betting on for Seahawks props and running back? What's his name? Travis Homer. Travis Homer. It's well. Walker and DJ Dallas did not practice again on Thursday too. So it, he might be the guy. He was hobbled, but it, it, he, it sounded like he practiced yesterday. This is a Travis Homer game. I mean, that's that we'll, we'll, we'll remember this forever as the Travis Homer game. No, we won't. We won't remember this forever. It's <laughs> a <laughs> Travis Homer game. Uh, For, Foreman was limited. Jeez, every running back is injured uh, in this matchup. But now that uh, the now I'm getting four. Four and a half. I like Carolina in this spot. Uh, we went over how, how much better they've looked since they moved on from Matt Rule. Maybe maybe they found a Baker-like spark in Sam Darnold for a couple of games. They're coming off the bye extra prep uh, in this Seattle spot. But, you know, one of the bigger reasons for me is uh, the Panthers' defense is arrow way up, and the Seahawks' mm-hmm. defense is arrow way down. If you're looking how these teams are trending, the Carolina Panthers right over the last month are playing like a top five defense and the Seattle Seahawks defense, which we we were hopeful for in the middle of the season. Those younger players were coming through and some still are, you know, Um, but they're playing like bottom five. And that's what I keep going back to. And, you know, JC Horn, I'm curious what the, how they handle that. Are they going to lock him up with Metcalf all day? Uh, He has been, amazing he's really come into his own here so and now you throw this Geno thing into the mix I like Carolina even more so and I'm getting a better number which I find I find surprising yeah I agree um and also the Panthers have been really you know competitive I mean they upset the Buccaneers Falcons Broncos they also covered in straight up losses to the Falcons and Ravens so it would be Panthers or nothing for me all right, let's go to a game that Paul's had circled. I was going to say all week, maybe all year, maybe his whole life. The Jaguars at the Titans uh, all, at everywhere. Just <laughs> let's, let's see. Let's see what happens. Jaguars-Titans on Sunday. Um, Titans coming off of a disaster of a game against the Eagles, and they fire their GM this week, so there's kind of rare drama with the Titans. They're usually kind of drama-free. 
They don't have it this week. And then we have the Jaguars coming off of an awful loss against the Lions. Both these teams are in a bad spot off of last week. And then we had Trevor Lawrence a little banged up. What's the latest on him? I guess he's fine. He didn't practice again on Thursday. But it's a toe. It's not the knee. It's a toe. I don't know. Don't know. Who's their backup? Who backs up Trevor Lawrence? Gabbert? I thought it was was that third, no? Oh, CJ. Okay. A lot be. of CJ talk today. More than I Way thought. Way too much. Yeah. That, I mean, this is a, I mean, Joe, you seemed like <laughs> yesterday. Is this a play without Lawrence? Uh, No, I. it's a play with Lawrence. I don't know about okay. without. What is it, right. what is it drop to without? On that. I mean, six what is at drop least, to right? Without? And Tan- Tannehill's practicing, so I'm imagining he's going to play, which honestly might not be the worst thing for the Jag side. Trevor's playing. Can we put that out there? It's a toe. I'd be shocked if he's not out there. You don't think? I think he's playing. So I guess the counter is why. Your season's over. I get, well, maybe this is your last, like, I think technically they're still alive. If they had won, they would have controlled their own destiny. So they're still alive. And if they win this game, they've got some life. So this is kind of your last dance, I guess. So if you win, do everything... Do everything you can to play this week. And if they lose, maybe shut her down. There's still over a month left. So that, that would be the why. And mm-hmm. it's a team that, that you're going to be battling with. Uh, all these same players for a long time. So what's the upside in Bethard? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How would, he, how would that work under Doug? I'm not, right. I'm not quite sure. Well, like, under I mean... Shanahan... You have some confidence, but with Doug, I'm I'm not quite sure. Doug won well, the Super I mean, Bowl to, with a backup quarterback. Now, to be fair, that wasn't like I, I don't know what we call Nick Foles. He's not a normal I mean, backup quarterback. Seriously, right. yeah, that yeah. was not. That, that's the outlier backup. of all outliers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For te- for ten minutes every four years, Nick Foles was a great player, and then he stopped being that. But incredible. I mean, the Titans. This is a, isn't this a bounce back spot for them? They're bum slayers. I, I asked this on Monday or Tuesday. Are the Jaguars uh, bums? Because wow. if the Jaguars are bums, this is wow. a route. Uh, they're four and eight. Is everybody four and eight or worse a bum? It's bummy. Four and eight's bummy. This is this oh, is bummy. Get out of bum. Bums get out of bum jail game. You got to win to be a not bum. Be not a bum. Yeah. All right. Is, what? Okay. How are the Titans scoring points if Traylon Burks is not on the field? That's my question. So, well, all right. yeah, which is because the Jags, it's the Jags pass defense, which is the problem. They're actually top 10 versus the run yeah. over the last month. And we think Derrick Henry's dead. So it's going to be the passing game. But if Burks isn't there. What about the under 41? That might be it, Aaron. You might've hit it. What is the, what is the under 41? <laughs> Who is scoring and how? I don't know. This sounds ew. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, there, there's a there's a wide receiver that's going to play that I've, I I think is going to play that I've never heard of. Traylon Burks. Who's CJ Board? Who's that? Board. Anybody know? That's me watching yeah. this game on Sunday. <laughs> no, O A R A D. Yeah. So Robert Woods is is your top option on this outside. Derrick Henry's been terrible over the last month, and you have no so option bad. but to feed Henry again and again. And so you're getting points. That's my, that's my case for Jacksonville. I know how terrible this defense has been, but the Titans have zero explosion, and Henry looks 
awful. I know when you do this in the past, this is when he kills you, and he goes for 150-200, but this is Jags or nothing for me. Perhaps we found the teaser leg to add to the Ravens. The uh, Bucks or the Jaguars, they could be the ones to add to the Ravens in a teaser angle. We'll hit the primetime games next on the Becky Wall Network. We'll be right back with BetQL 